how to develop a growth mindset growth mindset yes sir i have a question yes but i don't know should i ask the question now or not? ask now before you start yes <laughs> <laughs> it's a spiritual question okay that's why if you wake up in the morning and you're thinking about somewhere and you're very uneasy then during the day you find out there's something wrong about that person yeah Eh. What is the question? It's saying it on you. Eh. I to Someone talk to me. Allah. Umemka asubuhi umefikiria mtu then you realize something is wrong with that person. What is that? The, the guide for me is the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Uh -huh. The Holy Spirit guiding me uh -huh. to call the person, to pray for the person. Yes. So, yes, it's not quite Yeah, the Holy Spirit is going guide and create and pay your action to do something. Either pray for them, call them, find out how they are doing. So, Sasa, that is what, uh, how, that's how the Holy Spirit works. So, so that if that becomes consistent and then once you have a pattern in your, in, in your life about it now you begin to become more cautious when you hear that something is about to happen because it has happened before so then you pray for them you know uh -huh. alright how to develop a what a growth mindset. Everything in this world is made to grow. Everything. We are made to grow. When God created the earth, he created it to do what? To grow. God did not create death. He created life. Sin brought death. So whatever you do that dies is not because God has killed it. It's because sin is existing. Now, when I say everything is made to grow, this is what I mean. For example, you come, you put you give it five days, okay? It will start to become something else. True or false? Kutakuwa what do you call these things? Mold, eh? Then the worms. It are worms. After mold, what happens? Eh? It modifies. <laughs> so it, it begins to grow. So the question is ask your friend, do you feel like you're growing in this life? Do you feel like you're growing in this life? And then go your answer. Yeah? You think so? Because it is very important to keep tabs on your growth, uh, growth life. Okay? Higher. Ask your friend another question. How do you measure your personal growth? How do you measure your personal growth? Then go to answer. Yeah? Um, 
Ati? How do you measure growth in your personal life? How do you measure? How do you know that you're growing in this life? Okay? Ah, uh, let me hear some of the ideas. How do you measure growth? Let's hear from Rose. How do you measure personal growth? How do you know you're growing in this life? I should say my Say yours. Everyone has a job. Yeah. 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 Ongea na nguvu. Eh. Maggie, how do you measure growth? I said growth. Mm-hmm. I have much growth. Yes. So I decide, depending on the goal, yeah. how often I need to check if it's monthly, it's quarterly, I need to be able to move from mm-hmm. my work every day. Mm-hmm. Nice. Charity, how do you set how do you grow? How do you measure growth? Yeah. Okay. So there is one thing that constantly is growing our age. Okay? <laughs> Whether you try to stop it or not. <laughs> it keeps growing and growing and growing. <laughs> like we never get to a point in our lives where we are now stagnant in terms of age. At I'm sweet. I'm 16 forever. I've been 16 for the last 16 years. No. We grow. Age. But then even as we grow in age, we don't necessarily grow in mind or in terms of thinking. Age is not a sign of wisdom. At least we know that. Age is a sign that you have existed, you have been on this earth, and you're growing. But then there are people who are growing in age because you can't stop it. Okay, And that is a God-given progress we are growing old but what is not god given is mental development mindset development god does not read books for us god does not do exams for us god does not come to us and tell us now it's time to grow so let me blow wisdom into your head (sighs) that's not how it works okay growth is a personal work tell your friend growth is personal work growth is personal work okay you want to grow in your relationship you've got to put in personal work it's not about the other person in your relationship it is about you specifically as a person 
you must put effort to grow yourself before you grow the other person okay you want to grow financially the lord will not send angels from heaven though sometimes he can okay but even if he does perform a miracle and he gives you a million shillings he expects that million shillings to grow in your hands are you together the problem we have is that god puts resources in our hands and instead of us growing the resources we deplete the resources we use the resources back as in Aisha, and then we go back to god and we're like god please give me some more money i need this i need that instead of learning how to make this money grow so you have more? question yes on the issue of money yes Okay. Because you find some people, mm. like professors, they teach in economics. Yeah. They don't have money. They have the they have the knowledge, but they don't have money. Yeah. Then you find somebody who never went to school. He, he has like a hundred million. Yeah. What do you call that? Growth. There's no growth. This person even doesn't know how to handle his money. Yeah. The other one knows how to handle his money, but he doesn't have. Yeah. Without knowing how to handle your money. Unless I'm He was smart. Okay. Yeah. He was that is that is wisdom. He knew where he was weak. You get George. He knew where he was weak. Therefore, for him to grow, he hired people who can help him to grow. In that area. Because you know I'm bad in this, therefore I will get people who are smart in it to actually help me grow. Okay? The professor has money. He gets paid every month. 70,000, 80, I don't know how much now professors are getting paid. But there is money coming in. Anyone who has an income, a daily monthly income, has money coming in every month if that money does not grow it is not on god it is on him because god has already given that person a platform to get money it's now the responsibility of that person to make it grow but he has the knowledge yes so the problem is not the knowledge it's the implementation of that knowledge okay as i said wisdom does not come with age most of the times it comes with experience okay if you have ever lost money a huge amount of money and and you lose some amount of money today next year you lose another amount of money the third year you lose another amount of money the problem is not the money you are losing the problem is now you because you're not learning how to put some money aside and when you talk about money and in terms of growth it is always uh, financial advice as uh, advice always put aside 10% of your total income save it it will grow when you put up when you put 10% every month every month every month every month let's say you are earning 100k and every month you are putting aside 10k 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 by the end of the year you will have 120000 if you put that 10k in an interest earning investment like a money market fund that is earning approximately 10% per year. By the end of the year, you'll have 100 and how many? How much? 10, 132 shillings. So your money will have grown with an extra 10, 20, uh, 15,000. It's growth. 
Growth. Yes, because because education does not give you wisdom. Okay, education gives you knowledge. Wisdom is the application of that knowledge. Most people, for example, kama sahi watu wako na degree are the ones tamakin. Wakitafuta nini? Jobs. The guys who failed, watu wa D, waliona hapa kuna hope, I have to go out and hustle, nianze kuza socks. Three years, four years of selling socks, you own a kibandaski ya ma socks. Kido kidogo na kufikiria na expand kitu. He expands. In five years, akona a whole cloth line. While uyom when alienda, alienda, alipass, those four years, umseme kwa kiuza hizo vitu, five years akigeni experience ya biashara, huye mekua wapi? Class, akisoma, what we call theoretical knowledge. Okay? Then, uyum gina napata nini? Practical knowledge. That is the main difference. And we successful now? It depends. The person who got an A, yeah, the, 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 no, it's, it's not a general thing. This is what happens. This, some, some of these people today, actually, have a degree, and I go to hang. And end up ground to hustle like everyone else. Because you can't keep trading with your degree in Akuna Persona Pata. When I hang, when I get what? That is a smart move. Kuna I Jinga, they have degrees. All they sing is their degrees. All they say, oh, I have a degree in this, I have a degree in this. You get jobs for them. They don't take them because they feel degree yao inachafuka. Haitumiki venye nafa. But then also, there are people who never went to, who never uh, passed very well, wakapata D, and they are still struggling in life. Okay? So getting a D is not a guarantee that they will become successful business people. They can go to hustle, waoneapana minim to a D, me, I'm useless, watch a job, they go next to the next thing. They are not growing even themselves. So it, it just depends on the concept that someone has about life, how you view life, how you look at life, how you deal with setbacks in life, and how you deal with success in life. Because you can be successful, you get an A, and you think now the world belongs to you. And you realize, you're not the only one who got an A. You begin to fail. Or you fail and you get a D or an E. And for the rest of your life, that becomes your life. You're getting Ds in everything. E in relationships. E in investment. Like, whatever measure I So, it depends. And that's why I do these teachings. Because then we can begin to look at our lives from a different perspective and ask ourselves, are we growing? I have seen people who used to work for Kanjo when Kanjo was Kanjo, Saini County Government, when it was City Council. And this person was earning like 4K. Was it 4K those days? Early 90s, late 80s. 4K was a lot of money. And this, this person was a messenger. And they were able to budget that money such that they built their own homes. Okay? So sometimes uh, you interact with people. For example, when the kawangware, when the kwasoko kawangware, ama when the kikuyu kwasoko, you interact with people, and you find people who are selling in those sokos, educating their children. Naget, anozaka maembe, that's his line, maembe tu, kwasoko. But he's managed to pay school fees, he manages to pay his house, house rent, he manages to take care of his wife or his husband. Naget, like. It's not about the money you are making. 
It's about what you're doing with the money you're making. That is the main thing. Yes, sir. But me, I believe there's a higher power. There's, there's no way you can be a millionaire. And you say it's, it's the knowledge you have. Because even, even, even uh, some of the millionaires, they go to each doctors. Yeah. And some, like I know someone like me, like they own a bonfire. He will say that it's not you. There's a higher power. Which is? It's God. Because you're saying he makes me over one billion. Yeah, he's at over one billion for him. Saying it's not him. Even the, the wife was saying she wanted just a husband who was a good job. They couldn't go to a good school. Yeah. That's what she wanted. But yeah. what, what does that for them? They yeah. didn't even expect. Yeah. Even she was invited by Harvard. Go and give a speech. Yeah. I just, I, I, I would suggest in the way I'm just, uh, and I'm sorry to bring it out this way, in the way I'm seeing you formulating examples there is something you're struggling with and it's not necessarily um, getting the answer to those questions. I think it's more about defining uh, success, defining uh, the end game and defining uh, what looks like uh, the end game. I don't know, I'm just guessing. But <laughs> so I'm just suggesting, maybe even as you're going through the preaching, maybe you can talk about how you, you, you define, you know, because somebody has talked about setting goals and everything. Yeah. How do you, you define what looks like success to you? Because, for example, and I can give an example. Um, and I was talking with a certain CEO, by the way, over a certain uh, conversation. Mm. And I was posing exactly the same challenges, was exactly the same questions that you were posing. Mm. Multi-millionaire, this, how come this, how come this? And that CEO told me, Jesus wanted, wasn't exactly a multi-millionaire. Was it? If it was so important to become a multi-millionaire in the world, you can imagine Jesus would have been there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think, yeah. I think you missed, like, it's almost everyone missed my point. This was one, I said, I talked about relationships. Akumuka, Niksema, your relationship to grow is your responsibility. God gives you a good person, maybe a husband or a wife, or a girlfriend, a good person, God is not responsible of it. He has made you responsible for it. Then I came now to money. Okay? It was my second example. And now you are stuck on money. Allow me to go to the third example. <laughs> because this is life. But I also understand where you are coming from. I understand where you are coming from. And, and when we talk about success, maybe it's hard to answer that. Success is defined according to the person. What is success to you? But again, uh, for example, we cannot preach if we don't have money. Get? That's why I am raising funds even for Worship Friday. I'm approaching people. If we have a millionaire among us, I need 45k. I need 45,000. Amen? Amen? Between now and 31st. <laughs> and we are sorted with everything. If we had a millionaire among us, ah, pass you pesa kidogo sana, man. You pesa kidogo. You pocket change. Why don't you go bigger? Nage, sanga kwa nani challenge. Why don't you vision higher? And maybe 250K, 500,000. Fanya event kubwa, you get? Basai, my, like, when you look at all the plants and all the things we need to hire and all that, kabajet kanakujatuyo. So we need money for job. Again, I agree. 
God is always involved or other powers when people are becoming rich. In the case of the guys you mentioned, I think they are acknowledging God, which is very nice. Okay, they are saying it's God who has made us what we are. But also, if God gave you an opportunity and you didn't know what to do with that opportunity, they would not be where they are. They also knew what to do with the opportunity they, they were given by God. It's just like Joseph, when he's brought before the king, all right, in the Bible, he didn't, uh, if he didn't know how to interpret dreams, if he never had a skill and he didn't know what to do, he would have gone back to prison. <laughs> are we together? So when he was brought before the king, he knew what to say and what to do. And that is now the part I'm talking about in terms of growth mindset, okay? God works with what you have. Moses comes out of Egypt as a prince. Forty years later, we meet him as a shepherd who had nothing. The only thing that he had with in his, on his hand was the rod, okay? And God says, what do you have in your hands? And he says, I have a rod. Okay, drop it. Are you together? So by that rod, God leads Moses into Egypt and God, through Moses, using his rod, conquers an, an, an entire empire. He didn't raise any arms. He didn't raise an army. He rose his rod. And God used it. And that's what I'm saying. When you stand before kings, will you have grown to the level of kings? Because God is going to prepare a table for you in the presence of kings. Okay? So when he takes you there, the question is, Will I have developed myself to a point that I can have conversations with kings? If President Ruto today asked for, and this is a, this is a whole idea. If, before I talk of President Ruto, God wants us to do big things in this life. Okay? But we can't do these big things if we are not growing ourselves to do big things. Alright? In other words, you must begin to change your mindset and begin to see yourself doing greater things than you are now. Because everything that you'll ever do begins with your mind. You must tune your mind and ask God and ask the Holy Spirit to come into your life and dream bigger. Now, washing dishes. If you are employed here in this hotel, in this restaurant, to wash dishes up you are not doing something big compared to someone who is washing dishes in state house. Are <laughs> we together? Washing dishes in state house is shaping a nation. Because you are washing dishes that the president of the Republic of Kenya uses. Ukiosha vibaya umu for example, he may not give his speech to us. Washing dishes upper is inconsequential. <laughs> I get <laughs> <laughs> it is the same thing like eating dinner hapa, okay, and being invited for dinner at state house. The way you dress, if I invite you for dinner here, is not the same way you dress if you're invited for, uh, to go for dinner at state house, okay? And that's what I'm talking. The process of moving from here to now state house is a growth process. Are we together? Such that when you go to State House or any other place, not just State House, you, you can find yourself at White House. You can find yourself seated in South Africa with the who is who in South Africa. 
So the question is, will you have developed yourself to a point where you can now hold some conversations at the level of the table you are seated at? Because remember, the conversations we have in this life are dependent on the tables we are seated. So come out to make up Mesaya Upper Highlands, the conversations we are having are Highlands level conversations. Okay? That's why it's important to have a plan, a growth plan, personal growth plan. Jesus Christ, when he came on this earth, he came as a child, which sometimes I try to wonder how that could, you know, did he know who he was when he was a kid, when he was a baby, and, and he was being fed milk? Did he know that he was the savior of the world? Okay? Or was everything stripped away from him such that he also did not know? until the time it was revealed to him. We do not know. But the Bible says in Luke chapter 2 and verse 52, very interesting. It says, And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. He increased in wisdom and stature. Wisdom. Everyone say wisdom. wisdom. Everyone say again wisdom. Wisdom. Success in life is dependent on wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. To develop a growth mindset, you must develop in wisdom, in knowledge, and in understanding. Okay? To have a successful marriage, what is an at home? A successful marriage is not sustained by love. A successful marriage is not sustained by love or prayer. Okay? It is sustained by wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. So you've got to increase and grow in those three areas. You've got to grow yourself in the area of wisdom, grow yourself in the area of knowledge, and grow ourselves in the area of understanding. With those areas, even when you pray, you're not praying out of a foolish position, you're praying out of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Therefore, even your prayers change. Okay? Wealth, genuine wealth. Genuine wealth is created through wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And the book of Proverbs talk a lot about these three things. The three companions. Now, tell your friend, in all you are getting in this life, get these three companions. Wisdom, knowledge, understanding. Okay? That's how you begin to develop a growth mindset. Your mind begins to expand. Your mind begins to think. Your mind begins to go beyond the area or the environment you are in. Alright? So Luke 2.52, uh, wisdom and stature. Number two. Yes, you have a question? Yeah. No. Yeah. I have a verse. Okay, yes, please. You're saying in marriage, you're supposed to Wisdom, knowledge, yeah. and understanding. And first Peter 3, verse 7 to 9 says, Ye husbands, in that manner, don't be your wife according to knowledge. According to the? According to knowledge. According to knowledge. Yeah. First Peter? Yes. Many churches we pray and pray and pray and pray. Oh, my relationships. Oh, my marriage. 
but all you need is knowledge. Once you get it, in other words, understand if you're a woman, have knowledge and understanding about men. If you're a man, have knowledge and understanding about women. Any marriage can work, any. Okay? It doesn't matter kama walikuwa naiduana, wanainuliana machupa, wanakatakatana, mavisu. Once you invite these three friends into your life, everything begins to change. You begin to grow. Okay? So, then Jesus grew in stature. Stature means physically he was growing. Okay? He didn't just stand, uh, you know, he didn't stagnate. Uh, no, he grew in stature, but it also interpreted as stature in terms of standing, social standing. Okay? He was growing in social standing such that people began to respect him even as he was growing. People began to revere him. People began to look at him differently because he was different. Okay? And you always know when people begin to observe you or look at you in a different way. So you must also grow in stature. Tell your friend, grow yourself in stature. Okay? Such that <laughs> even your reasoning, and I think last week we talked about it, when we talk about the power of holding back, even your reasoning is not ilia kurukilia. Okay? Before you say anything, you have analyzed it. Before you make a contribution in your workplace, you've analyzed the whole situation and you have seen the right way. Now, sometimes you don't have to offer your way. Sometimes you just have to support another way. Okay? Or another approach to something. It doesn't have to always be you. At now, no. No. Sometimes you say, listen, oh, then you're like, okay, I like her idea. This is the best idea to me, I think. And so, you begin to build that kind of relationship. So, growth mindset. Alright? Let us grow. Let us grow. One way of growing is reading books. That's why I always ask, which book are you reading? Which book are you reading? Okay, it's one way of growing. Alright? The other way of growing is relating to the right people. Relating to people who are challenging you to grow. Okay? And especially spiritual growth. If you begin to grow spiritually, every other area begins to be sorted. For example, if you are, let's go back to money. If you are growing spiritually, you will begin to stop spending your money on things that don't really matter. Because your spirit is growing, the Lord is working in you, the Lord is speaking to you, therefore, you begin to now use your money in the right way and channel it in the right direction. Okay? Same case with your relationship. You begin to grow spiritually and your relationships begin to align because now you can hear more, you can listen to the Holy Spirit more, you can listen to God more, and He can speak to you. Are, you are open to hearing Him. Okay? Grow. Grow. Everyone say grow. Okay. So let me give you a few points. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you just don't go for social needs with them. But how do you grow? That's your circle. Yeah, get a, get a new circle. Stay in the job. Know where to put boundaries. Like, no, like seriously. <laughs> know where to put boundaries. 
but also get other sources of growth get other other people I'm at different sources where you can grow yourself such that even when you get to yourself to a point where your colleagues you can't separate from your colleagues for example for any for a reason and they are there talking you are not really engaging in their conversations okay but if you have the opportunity of not uh, joining with them you don't have to like you don't have to go with lunch with them they can go live in the office you get a book you read a book so you have time to you create time for growth if your colleagues or the people around you are not really helping you grow disassociate only engage with them when it's work when it's necessary when is of it using in a social whatever whatever now let them do what they want get something else to do for your own growth you see reading the bible is one of the best ways to spend time and not just reading but also committing what you read into your heart for example you say today or this week i'm going to memorize psalm 23 okay so you begin monday unasoma tuesday unasoma wednesday unasoma okay you are committing it to memory so by friday it becomes like a memory verse where now you read you you can say it from the heart okay now you are developing growth spiritual growth but one of the two books that i love reading or that would help us in growth especially dealing with people are proverbs and ecclesiastes you read those books you can even read them keep repeating them read them keep repeating them by the time you're done your life will have changed let me give you a few points number one things to know about growth everything is made to grow that's the point i started with everything is made to grow when god created us he created us to grow when god sent his son jesus christ he sent him so that there can be growth among believers when paul the apostle stands to speak or there's a conversion uh, when he receives the conversion on damascus road it is so that the church can keep growing the church can be strengthened okay everything god made is made to grow he breathed life in the book of genesis so if there's something in your life that you feel it's not growing ask the lord to breathe into it breathe let him use you because you have the breath of god okay you remember when adam was created and the bible says that god breathed into him so begin to use the power you have the power that you have been given by god and speak to that dead situation or that dead thing in your life to come alive and it will have life you have a question ask Yes. Yes. Uh, and um, most of many times people are, are only told just switch your mind. You need switch your mindset because you need or change the way you think. But you are you are not told how how, how to change. That. Okay. I will tell you how. To kenda leaga tu. Okay. So number one everything is made to grow number two, growth begins at the end of our comfort zone growth begins 
at the end of our comfort zone. Growth begins. The moment you become uncomfortable with your spiritual life, your spiritual growth will begin to take shape. The moment you become uncomfortable with your financial situation, your financial growth will begin. Are you together? Because the reason why we have all these problems is because uh, we also do not have discipline to put these things into action. And there's a teaching we did, I think, in Cocoa Podcast, in it was the discipline to get things done. done. Okay? Yeah. Listen to that uh, podcast. The discipline to get things done. Such that when you decide to start something, you go for it. Get things done. At the end of your comfort zone, growth will begin. Number three, growth is determined by how we think. Growth is determined by how we think. Your mindset, how you think. For example, now we come to the question here, Rose. How do we think the right thoughts? And let me give you a very simple example. We've done this before. We've talked about black box thinking. We've talked about a critical thinking, you know, in the past. We've done uh, psychology of winning. All this had to do with mindsets. Brian did a teaching. Uh, what was it called? Karis. Karis has many teachings. He has many. He has many. He has many teachings. Which one am I? He should ask which, which enemies of the mind. Okay? So we have all those, <coughs> all those teachings about the mind. And I said, I, I don't know, I don't remember when, but I said, all things rise and fall in your mind. All things in your life rise and fall in your mind. In your mind, you believe that God is true or God is false. In your mind, you decide whether to worship God or not. In your mind, you decide whether to invest in God's kingdom or not. Are you together? In your mind, you decide to be married or not to be married. In your mind, you decide to sleep today or to wake up and go to work. All things in your life rise and fall. All things in your life rise and fall on your mind. Everything. Success or failure is in your mind. If today you are successful, it is because of how you think. If you are failing, it's because of how you think. And, and you see now, this is a bit contentious because then the people who are failing are like, no, I'm not failing because of my thoughts. I'm failing because of the economy. Okay? Then the problem is the economy. And then I'm like, okay, the problem is not really the economy. The problem is what you think about the economy and how it is affecting you, okay? But then, someone says, no, the economy is truly affecting us. Sasa unga inenda kupanda, gas kuka gas imefika, imepanda sujuna what percentages, there is no increment of salaries, and I agree. But then the question is, are there people who are still thriving in this economy? Okay? They are there. Sindio? Yes. Are there people who are still thriving? Yes. Are there, like for example, when Mafutayagari Lipanda to 170, almost 200, I remember that time, and people said, oh, now people are going to leave their cars home. Have you seen people? Is there still traffic jam in the city? Massive. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> when Kidero came to power and he increased parking, parking prices, parking used to be 140 bob, 
I think before he came, it used to be 70, he increased it to 140, then Sonko comes, increases it to 300 and what? Kidero made it 300. Yet, even at that time of 300, there was still no parking space in this city. You get where I'm going with this? In December? Yes. During Christmas? Yeah. The cheapest was there the, the cheapest room in one of the hotels in Mombasa. Yes. It was 40,000. 40,000. And you had to stay for a minimum of three nights. Yeah. And it was full. It was fully booked. From 24th to 2nd January. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and people were booked by the end of September. It was fully booked. Yeah. Imagine. And we are here saying the economy is just how we think. Now, this is what I'm saying. I'm not saying that now we go out and spend our money because what oh, my boy economy in Missouri. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm also saying be cautious. Okay. Don't overspend with things you don't need to spend on. But instead, put your money aside. Only live with what you really need. Eat at home instead of eating out. Naget? If you are dating, Mombia Sasa, Benyakunaka, lower the cost of dating. Instead of going to a tribe hotel and village market, come to islands. Or fast for the relationship. Or fast for the relationship. Oh Lord, we remember. But in everything you do, work with the minimum and try to save as much as possible. This is the Joseph principle. Joseph advises the king and tells the king there will be seven years of plenty and then there will be seven years of lack. My advice to you is save. In the seven years of plenty, put aside as much food, as much grain, as much, save as much as you can for the seven years of lack that are coming. Okay? And, that's, and by that, Joseph saved a whole nation. Right, and so when we say saving, you see, I, I listened to the president Akiongea Kusu savings, and people are complaining, and rightly so. We don't trust our government, we don't trust those guys up there. Okay, we don't trust they will take they take a good care of our money. We can end up saving your 25%. We save 10 years, uskiyas ju nani alijenga nyumbas ju wapi, alinua string of hotels, uko Mombasa na pesa ya pesa yako. It's not that people are not saving in Kenya. It is only that they are not saving with the government. People are saving, but not with the government. What do I save? Kwa akina akina Ken, akina Britam, akina akina Olmucho, akina Sanla, makina CIC. People are saving, again, but they are not saving with the government because we cannot trust our government. Yes. Sorry? When dating, it's very hard to save. While dating? Yeah, because like, like this coming Thursday, yeah. one of my friends has, has invited me, he's proposing uh, in, one of the, in one of the big hotels. He has a photographer, everything, dinner. And you're paying for yourself. Apo ni shua bet. Apo unafanya kwa vitu kwa hizo kujui ni shua bet. So you're supposed to pay for yourself. 
in that in that nini I'm, oh you're using him as, a, as an example yes. okay yeah, maybe maybe has been saving for it maybe because the other way to do these things is to save for them if you know you will do a proposal in august start saving now for that proposal not now but last year but twice. last year but <laughs> <laughs> Songs <are so> <laughs> Last year, but one. I don't save my paper, my paper. Is it a person who does things? Well, it depends with the relationship. It depends with how the relationship is. And so there's some people don't choose to do them. Others must do them. Uh, some ladies don't want them. Though I haven't met her, the one who doesn't want them. Some guys are not really into it. Others are into it. Uh, so it depends with the relationship even even weddings okay it does you don't have to do a wedding but uh, it depends with the two of you depends with your family you get you know I tell people some of these things uh, if you have the ability to do them go ahead and do them if you really don't need them you don't have to do them if you are technically broke you know if you if you don't trust your social network your social capital may not come through. Yeah, parents have pressure, I understand. But this is not their wedding. It is your wedding. Yes, Nanivizuri. Yes, Natapeleko, Basiako. What about the Peleko? Sick could do to Juni Gandhi. What are they? You see, this is my stand on weddings anyway. You can do them at first. If you don't have the money to do it, don't do it. Go to the, you know, visit Peleka Dawari, whatever. And it's 10k, and animal. 10 years into the marriage or 15, do a wedding, white wedding. Now invite all those other women, all the men, wakuje. Utakuwa na proper financial maso, yakupena a good gift. There is a wedding, uh, some, someone attended up a safari park. And the, and the husband gifted the wife. This is an old couple, like they have built their life together gifted them a land cruiser the newest land cruiser the wife was brought by a chopper get and they're married and the mother came in yeah like the, the mother came they're married so these things we put the pressure most people i know who did weddings most of them if i ask them would you do it again they are very quick to say no if i had another chance i wouldn't do this thing because after a while you begin they begin to see it was a waste of time then you they made so many enemies in the process I like it's a lot of work but then does that mean that now people shouldn't do weddings no again that's what i'm saying it depends with the two of you, if you that is not a disappointment disappointment is, if you, is if, disappointment is if you get into drugs you're in prison, you have killed a few people, you know, that is disappointment. Wedding. What is our Rakasana? Yeah? That's the other thing. Yeah. 
But we expect to do a wedding. And then you name the children after them. Yeah. But, but it doesn't have to be. You don't even have to name them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. don't even have to have children. It's true. It's true. Kidogo, like, kidogo, like pastor, your parents. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can go see a pastor. You don't have to go to AG. And you join. Officially. Yeah. 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 Shouldn't bring pressure on you, and you shouldn't accept the pressure. Get <laughs> when when you get your first kid, your parents will forget that there was a wedding that didn't, that, that didn't happen. They'll begin to say, "Bring our kids." Oh, let our get. So life goes on, whether you do a wedding or you don't. Life goes on. Nothing stands. Nothing stops moving. <laughs> People still continue moving. They go back to their homes, go, they go back to their businesses, they forget even about the wedding, they go to another one, they forget yours. But they, they keep moving. But if you really want a wedding, then go for it. You know, we will come, we will celebrate, we'll be happy for you, we'll say, God bless you. We will no, let them do. Let them have fun, let them be happy. Chakula ni abure chakula. Are we together? But it's all about mindset. It's all about how people think, how you are cultured, how you are raised. Like the differences that we have. And what I say is the differences we have shouldn't determine uh, the superiority one has over the other. Just because this one did a wedding doesn't mean they are superior to the other one who didn't do a wedding. Okay? They're all married. That's what matters most. And again, if I stand and if someone stands here and says, oh, I'm a husband, the other one, oh, I'm a wife, we don't ask, oh, did you guys do a wedding? Uh, you guys did a wedding? No. Okay, we prefer you. We don't do that. <laughs> That's not what, what happens. They face the same trouble. Yeah. They can add something. When I tell you, we go for Max, some guys behind me were discussing about, I think, a couple or a lady. And I thought, I'm like, hey, you know, you can be a lady. What's up, you're a lady? I'm a lady. So I think that I'm a lady is the. But how many people know Nakanisa? You see, we are Nasema because maybe I look at But many other people don't know Kamu Nakanisa, Ama Haukolo Nakanisa, Amolena Kwa Eji. Because let me tell you, there is no difference between Eji wedding and church wedding. It is the same thing. You sign the same, you sign the same document. When you are going to divorce, they, will not, they won't ask you, did you do a church wedding? Did you do a IAG wedding? No, they look at the document. Okay, you're divorcing Sarah. Done. No one cares. Even garden weddings. You get? But it is your style. If you want church wedding, please go for it. If you want garden, go for it. If you want AG chambers, please go for it. You get? If you want traditional, you know, some other kanisa mahali, other staki, iso makaratasi za kusain, wewe jipa? And go for it. Can you do someone do that? Sorry? Can you advise someone to do that? I can't advise anyone to do anything. I can only agree with what they want. <laughs> <laughs>
Kila mtu abebe mzigo ya. Ah ah, mimi akikuja niambia tunataka kwenda church, fine, tutafuatana church. Akisema tunataka kwenda traditional, fine, tutafuatana wapi? Huko like is their decision. Marriage will take their own shape. The two people. Even in marriage, it's very hard to advise someone what to do. You can only listen to them and then ask them what do you think you should do? Because of this and this and you have this strength, you have this and this, this situation, how do, would you like to solve it? Okay? Then the solution you talk from how? So that you don't propose something that can't work for them. Just because it's working for you doesn't mean it will work for them. Basasi tukawapa tukipeana relationships advice based on us. Apana, usiwe kijana mweusi. You know like <laughs> like sasa kale inaingilia wapi hapo honestly? <laughs> Number three, Wait, Malisa is in notes. Number three, they were taught. Africans, see you discriminate even against ourselves. Watoto, when you tell Allah for what? If you want, so are you marrying for children? What if you get married and you can't get those kids, those children? No, you understand the move. Yeah, those are the things. I, those are the things I ask couples. I ask people. So you want light-skinned kids? Okay. What if you get married and you don't have, for some reason, you don't get kids? Uh, so what happens? What when I talk about black, black machine? Eh, sasa kwa ni begu. You know, never, never base some of these things on those kind of temporal stuff. Kids are temporal in your life. Ama ama mimi tumtoli bleach kama verasidika alikuwa mweusi and then suddenly amekuwa mweupe mmeat unatoa tu mtoto tunakaa nyungu na shindwa ai tuuzi you are like ai huyu but then you see that doesn't mean that black kids are not kids you get dark skin kids they are still kids but kids are temporal in your life they will leave you you only give it to them for a time after that time they will go they will start their own homes they will forget about you ubaki hapo na light skin bibi yako amezeeka sasa light skin imekuwa imekuwa skin different ikosa na spots the black na get well think about the future anyway i'm not advocating for melanin but i'm saying angalia nini angalia future Growth is determined by how we think and this is what we are talking about the how we think how you process things that determines growth for God desires that we grow the desire of God is for us to grow in life to to grow in the things we are doing that's why Jesus grew in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and men favor okay then god demands we grow 
He doesn't just desire that we grow. He also demands that we grow. And that is why he said to Adam, till the land. I have made you take care of the garden. In other words, the garden must grow. The garden must expand because you are there. And that's what I tell people. When God finished creating Adam and he breathed into him, the first task or the first responsibility that God gives Adam is a growth responsibility. Take care of this garden. In other words, everything you do or wherever you are, that environment you're in must change because you are there. Okay? You must take care of it. If it's your house, if it's uh, your workplace, if it's your desk where you sit, it must look like you. Now, go to your home and look at your house. Look at your desk. <laughs> the way it looks is how you look. In your own life and in your inner person. If you are disorganized in your spirit, your house will be disorganized. Or how you express yourself will be disorganized. Remember I said the most important growth is what? Spiritual. If you grow in the spirit, everything else begins to align. Then number six, we have everything we need for growth. These are things to know. Basically things to know about growth. We have everything we need to grow. And we have talked about the economy. And now people are blaming the economy for everything. Yet people are booking a 40,000 per night hotel. Okay? Baka ikona limits. You can't stay beyond four nights or three nights. You have to stay minimum. Minimum three nights. So that means you have to have paid 120,000 to book that hotel. And it was booked by September. Fully booked. Nani story December. So Okiteta, economy for you, I work, there are people who are spending and blowing 120K. There's a politician I had who had booked, um, I think Masaimara, I can't remember the name of that place, 1.3 million for a day in advance to celebrate his birthday. 1.3 million. He's no longer in politics, I, that guy, Alitoka, Alilemewa. Okay, 1.3 million. So we have everything we need for growth. So ask your friend, tell your friend, look around you. Look at your friend, tell them, look around you. What do you have that can help you grow? Okay, look around your own life. Are you seeing points in which you can grow? Things, tools that you can use to grow. There are emails, for example. You can be reading emails, articles that are sent for personal growth. You can read an article per day, okay, that will help you grow. There are videos, hundreds of billions on YouTube that talk about this and talk about the, the, the tools to grow. There are books, billions of books that talk about growth. There are people around you who are growing in several areas of life. Go ask them how they are doing it, okay? There are so many opportunities to grow, but what we have to do is change how we think about growth. Number seven, growth is a battle. So in other words, you have to fight so that you grow. You don't just grow automatically. And, and what we began by saying is that the only thing that doesn't stop moving and growing is age. We continually age. As to Kiendeleaga, we continually age. That doesn't stop because time is moving. Everything else has to be a battle. You have to fight a battle for you to read good books. 
and to become a reader. You have to fight battles for you to listen to a YouTube channel that is helping you to grow. <coughs> you have to fight battles for you to even be here today, this Friday. It, it has been a battle for you to be here. Okay? There are, there are times the devil gives you reasons of why not to come. Don't go. So una shindo kienda kufanya nini? Ona sasa ulikuwa very comfortable kwa nyumba ama kwa kazi? Do you have to It's a battle. And everything on this life is a battle. In fact, Job says that the life of man upon earth is a war. It's a war zone. It's a battlefield. The life of man upon earth. Okay? So let's look at growth gaps. What I call growth gaps. Reasons why you are not growing or we are not growing growth gaps what are the growth at uh, growth gaps growth gaps <laughs> number one the assumption that growth just happens the assumption that growth just happens okay if you assume that just by being there you will grow that's already a growth gap. You will never grow in this life. Okay? Number two, lack of know-how. You do not know how to grow. So you are there. You are not investing in yourself. You are not investing in your life. You are not growing because you do not know how to grow. So number one, never assume because growth doesn't just happen. Number two, find ways lack of know-how begin to find ways in your own life in which you can grow if it's coming for this fellowship come every friday and be very consistent on it it will help you to grow if it is uh, watching move uh, you know videos or movies that help you grow watch them consistently if it's reading books read them consistently okay and i'm very strong on reading books i encourage people a lot to read books because I know I know the difference between watching a movie and reading a book even even if the movie is based on the book they're very different two different things totally different okay number three <coughs> waiting for the right time to start waiting always waiting for the right time to start you want to do a growth journey but then you must you, you haven't found the right time to start you want to start a business you want to start uh, something you want to start uh, reading your bible for example uh, you know uh, from genesis to revelation but you have not yet quite found the right time to start so you must find you must start what needs to be started what you can do now do it number four the fear of mistakes the fear of mistakes you're afraid that you would make mistakes you're afraid that if i start if i start this what if it fails okay which now ties into number five self-criticism the growth gap number five self-criticism this is where you are not good enough in your own eyes you say oh i'm not good enough to do this will i be able to do one two three and number six negative thought patterns and this is now the question rose was asking how so the first thing that you must stop is to have negative thoughts about yourself about your situations in life and i remember last week was it last week or last week but when we talked about one drop of negative thought in your mind one drop of it spoils the entire day for you if you allow one 
negative thought to capture one part of your brain before you know it it spreads so quickly that it will be very hard for you to arrest it the best time to arrest negative thought is when it lands arrest it by replacing it with something better another a good thought okay have you guys read the book called the power of your subconscious mind by joseph murphy if you haven't read please read it because it talks about it's not a christian book though it it is presented like a christian book but it talks about something so powerful that when i read it i i, I was able to deal with so much in my life <laughs> there's this part that he talks about and says when you sleep at night your spirit or your subconscious mind what he calls your subconscious mind is at rest your whole body your mind is at rest therefore it is like a river that has gotten to a point of resting it is just relaxing when the waters are cool everything that was below begins to come up are you together so he says when you sleep whatever you had buried or whatever your subconscious had absorbed that day or even in the past days begins to come up and it comes up and it comes in form of dreams or feelings or emotions or thoughts so it begins to come that's why some people wake up in the morning and they are angry for no reason but suddenly in the morning you have very bad moods okay when you see that happening it is because you have buried things within your subconscious mind and your subconscious mind is reminding you of this of these things there are three kinds of minds all right one is what we call what subconscious mind two is what conscious mind and three is what yeah unconscious mind okay mind that is not conscious now this is what happens one the conscious mind is what we are operating with right now as you're seated here okay but this is a, this is a secret whatever words i'm speaking are getting buried into your subconscious mind you may leave this place and forget and then one month to uh, one month later something happens in your life and you remember kitu pastor george alisema okay your mind imekukumbusha ama ulale and you begin to hear my voice okay and then you listen to me now there is the subconscious and the, there is the holy spirit and i believe the holy spirit uses our subconscious mind to remind us of some of these things when you sleep the conscious mind is what you are operating with now when you sleep the subconscious mind wakes up okay that is why even when you are sleeping your heart is still beating your lungs are still working okay your blood is still pumping yet your mind is asleep in other words when you sleep when this conscious mind sleeps another mind takes over and this other mind that takes over is now the real mind that you operate with hapa we can pretend to be very happy but we cannot lie to our subconscious mind so if you are not a happy person you wake up in the middle of the night and you begin to suffer from what we call insomnia lack of sleep because your subconscious mind is telling you you are not happy you are not happy the reason why your subconscious mind is telling you that is because you have been saying to yourself i am not 
happy. So it simply feeds back whatever it is that you put into it. And I want you to, yes. So that, that, that's what happens when, when somebody insults you. Yes. Stupid. Yes. Then when you go at home, you start thinking, uh -huh. why did he call me? Yes. Is it because they wear a dress? Your subconscious mind begins to pick up. Inachukua hiyo. In a yeka, then it opens up that conversation in yourself. Even in the middle of the night, the one thing that will wake you up is that insult. You wake up and what do you remember first? You insult. It's almost as if it was right here in your mind. Like ilikuwa tuwa kumelala, ilikuwa tuwa apa, unamka ina. Okay? It's, a, it's such a powerful thing that when I read about it, I was like, whoa. So what you do now for your growth is to begin to feed your subconscious mind a different information. Okay? If someone says you are stupid, let me use your example. Don't keep telling your subconscious mind, I am not stupid. I am not stupid. You are repeating that. I am not stupid. I'm not stupid. The more you repeat that, the more you are validating that you are stupid. <laughs> so what do you do? Most people become defensive. Yes. If, if, if I was soft, I start becoming tough. Yes. Yeah. So, you don't confront it in your own subconscious mind. You replace it. Okay? Unaza kusema? Wisdom. Wisdom. One word that your mind cannot contend with. Wisdom. You know when you say wisdom, your mind doesn't know what to respond to. The, the subconscious mind can't fight it. Okay? When you say, I am wise, your subconscious mind that you've been feeding all your life that you're stupid gives you what? No, you're not wise, you're stupid. Okay? <laughs> this, is, this is between you and you. Because your father called you stupid so many years, so many times, so you believed it. Your subconscious mind believed it. And the work of the subconscious is to remind you whatever you are fed it. So Nasema, no, I am wise. No, you are not. I am wise. No, you're stupid. I am wise. You're stupid. You get tired. Okay, so what you do, you begin to pick one word that you repeat it. Wisdom. Wisdom. Now, your subconscious mind can't say, no, you're not wise. Because you're not saying you're wise. You're calling wisdom. You're just saying wisdom. So it begins to accept that word, wisdom. Oh, that's a new word, wisdom. So you begin to feed it, why wisdom? Wisdom, wisdom. Before you know it, you have begun to replace the stupid words with wisdom. You begin to wake up and the one thing you are thinking about is wisdom. I don't know if I'm making sense, okay? Growth, mindset. This is what David meant when he said, day and night I meditate upon your word. Meditation is not just to think about so natambea oh nimefikiria uh, James 4:14 life is vapor oh nimefikiria John 3:16 for God no that's not meditation okay meditation is very intentional so you sit down and you begin to actually put your mind on these words put your minds on the word of God you put everything you put your brain in it and you begin to feed your subconscious mind with the scriptures it is a subconscious mind that memorizes. Okay? And then keeps those words. 
so that when your conscious mind wants to, to repeat them, your subconscious serves your conscious mind. Okay? That's what it means to bury the word of God in your spirit, in your heart. Hey, together. We, uh, Akina Joseph Massey calls it subconscious mind. We call it spirit. My spirit. Okay? So, intentionality. So, keys to growth. Let's, let's talk about keys to growth. Number one, intentionality. You've got to be intentional with this journey, man. It's not something you just wake up and decide, oh, I'm going to do this. No, you have to be very, very intentional. Number two, awareness. You've got to be aware of your growth patterns. Are you growing? Are you not growing? Are you failing? Are you rising? Okay? And then, number three, consistency. Consistency. You've got to be intentional and you have to be aware of your environment, of everything you do, but also be consistent. If you start reading, be consistent. If you start this growth pattern, be consistent. Okay? Then, systems. The next number, I think number four. Systems. Set up systems in your life. Everyone tell your neighbor, set up systems in your life. Set a time to wake up and a time to sleep such that everything you do has something. You see, most of us are so focused on goals but not the system to achieve those goals. You can set goals but if there is no system, you will never achieve those goals. And you can set a system and you don't have goals, but you end up achieving goals because of a system. Okay? So put a system in your life that every time has its purpose and has its productivity. Every hour, every minute has its time, its purpose, and its productivity. Okay? You can't watch movies the entire night and then wake up late and expect God to bless you. Are we together? Or expect to become the hero of the world. But can you watch movies? Yes. At a particular time? Yes. You can schedule, you can create a system for that. You can have fun and create a system for that. You can become very productive in every area of your life if you want to. But most of us find this very difficult. We set up a system to Kianza Mwaka, to a set system. I'll be waking up. I'll be reading my Bible before I step out. I'll be having a cold shower. Hallelujah. I'm not ready to die when I'm still young. Oh, I don't have to play uh, to pray three, at 3 a.m. God hears my prayers every time. That is a person who doesn't have a system. No one said that you have to wake up at 3 a.m. You can set a system at 6 a.m. to pray. Or even 10 a.m. to pray. Okay? The, the most important thing here is to set a system. It doesn't matter what time you put, but set the system. Is this true? Yes. Intercessors, they lack sleep from 3 a.m. Intercessors, is this true? They lack sleep from 3 a.m. Mark. Uh, no. Because they have been called to pray. So when teachers pray, they lack sleep. No, you see, I would say intercessors, I would say, if you train your brain, again, we go back to mind, if you train your mind 
to wake up at 3 a.m. every day, you will not need an alarm. When 3 a.m. comes, your mind wakes you up. It's, it's something natural. Whether you're an intercessor or a business person or whatever you do. Or a kajak. For example, try this. Try waking up at 5 a.m. for this coming week. Okay? And then, so you have an alarm and do that for four days. Then the fifth day, before you go to sleep, tell your mind, wake me up at 5 a.m. Then you see. It's like magic. 5 a.m. You'll be awake. It's so interesting. <laughs> so it's not, it's not really intercessors. You know, sometimes I see people uh, say, God woke me up. I'm not saying God doesn't wake people up. He does. But most of the times, it's not really God. It's just that your mind has been said to wake up at that moment and do something. There are people who wake up at 3 a.m. to work out. Okay? Not to pray. They just wake up to, to work out because they have a long day. At 4 a.m., another I'm talking about 5. Every day at 3 a.m., their mind wakes them up to work out. There are people who wake up at 3 a.m. to pray. So every day at 3 a.m., their mind will do what? Wake them up to pray. It's a system. And pray not. Is this true that they pray out in the night or three? That's the day when heaven is open. No, uh, no. It's morning and evening time. So. It's, yeah, it's, it's very nice you're asking these questions because these are the lies that have really been sold in the church. If it's 9 a.m., well, you say 9 p.m.? Yeah, 9 p.m. If it's 9 p.m. in Kenya, it is 9 a.m. In, in another country. Okay? So, are you saying heaven in Mefungukuwa kwenye kuna giza? And then where, where it is day, heaven is closed. You get like those are. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then time doesn't exist in heaven. Time only exists on this side of the earth. Heaven has no time. That's why it's eternal. No. Ah, no. I don't think it's real. I don't think that heaven has a time when now the heavens are open. Come pray quickly, quickly before we close. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> you know. You know, before the government closes, hey, let us pray, 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 and then and then some bingo's in a No. And midnight prayers. Yeah, prayer is anytime. In fact, Paul says pray without ceasing. There are people who feel very powerful when they pray at midnight. And we have no problem. There are others who feel very powerful when they pray at 3 a.m. And it's okay. Maybe I don't feel powerful when I pray. Three. Maybe at midnight I want to just be sleeping. Maybe at 3 a.m. is when now I, I'm really turning now the third turn, you know? <laughs> don't wake me up to pray because you wake up at 3 a.m. That's you. It's yours. Maybe, maybe I pray at 2 p.m. in the afternoon after eating lunch. I go and I pray. Because even Peter was visited by God in the afternoon. You remember that time? When Peter saw this vision from heaven. Okay? And this vision came and, and, and there were all types of animals. It wasn't at night. It was in the afternoon. 
Personally, that is when God speaks to me, those hours of the afternoon. I'm a very early in the morning when, when I'm waking up between sleep and waking up, that hour. 3 a.m., he has never spoken to me at 3 a.m. I bet if he spoke at 3 a.m., I wouldn't even hear. You know, but then kuna those moments that, and someone else, like, no, he comes at 3 a.m., yes, for you. For me, it's 2 p.m. We get in 5 a.m. There is no time. Heaven stops. Abraham is seated in his house in the afternoon. Iyo Masaya almost got a journey. He sees three men walking, okay? And he calls on them. He doesn't know it's an angelic visitation. It wasn't at night. It was in the afternoon. <laughs> Jesus walks into the, into the well, okay? Walks to the well. The woman comes. It was midday. Are you together? The woman has the encounter with Jesus at midday. So there is no really limit at time, yes? Yes, Eh, Masayusiku, yes, you get, yeah. And he was blessed. So you raise your point, I raise mine, and then I'm like, okay, where any Jacob, you're wrestling, me, I'm not wrestling. Okay, me, me. Mini Peter, all I need Nikulala ni on the vision, Yamke. Sireso, you get Yes. Which prayers are more effective? The ones you pray using your head or the ones you need to pray in tongues? There are people who don't pray in tongues. Before the New Testament, no one prayed in tongues. Elijah, on the, you see these are things I'm remembering. Elijah, Mount Carmel, he never prayed in tongues. He actually didn't even pray. He made a declaration. And if you read that scripture, it's so interesting. Because he said, Lord God of Abraham, you blah, 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 show yourself today powerfully. Let fire fall from heaven. Boom. Done. No tongues. Okay? Then comes the New Testament, and now there is fire from heaven. And now there is tongues. And now everyone says, oh, you have to pray in tongues to be powerful. You don't have to pray in tongues to be powerful. Any prayer, God understands any language. When you listen to tongue speakers, uh, speakers who, uh, who, or preachers who advocate for tongues, speaking in tongues, they elevate speaking in tongues more than they elevate God. Again, and there's nothing in the Bible that should be elevated more than God himself. So if I pray in English, God can hear me. If I pray in tongues, God can hear me. Then they say, the only language the devil does not understand is what? Tongues. And I say, let me pray with the one he understands. So that when I tell him to go to the bottomless pit, he understands exactly. He understands exactly what I'm saying. I am not missing my words. Okay, like... So all those, I don't know why we, uh, people are afraid of the devil, I think. So they want to pray in secrecy, in husky. But I also understand them because then the devil can plan, you know, but if people understood the power we have been given and the sacrifice of Jesus at the cross, we wouldn't be afraid. We wouldn't even have this debate. We won't get in tongues. Apana, we vizuri. We won't get in tongues. We won't get in tongues. Apana, we won't get in tongues. No. 
if you desire the gift because tongues is one of the gifts okay when you elevate tongues it's as if it's the same as elevating the gift of prophecy because it's also a gift of the spirit if are you saying that now if i don't prophesy i'm not properly born again or if i don't heal i'm not properly born again so why do we only only contend when it comes to speaking in tongues which is a gift like the other gifts you get but the Bible says we don't, we don't know how to pray the spirit teaches yes how, how, how does the spirit teach? spirit teaches us uh, with groans that verse says and he inter he makes intercession for us with groans that cannot be articulated by men get or by the words of human beings so meaning that sometimes you don't even have to pray the holy spirit makes intercession for you and sometimes he makes intercession through you okay groans means there are people who pray and they carry burdens for example if you're praying for the nation you are carrying the burden of the nation there are people who speak in tongues and there are others who don't speak in tongues but they are praying for the nation and they are carrying the same burden the one who is speaking in tongues it doesn't mean that the burden is lighter for him than it is for this other person no it just means the same spirit who has given this one this one tongues and this one has not been given tongues is the same spirit who has given them the burden to pray for the nation so if this one is praying in tongues and this one is praying in english both are hard in heaven Okay, yeah. Sorry for asking many questions. It's okay. Ask. How, how, how do you know you have a burden for something? Yeah, well, how do you know you have a burden for something? When, <laughs> when that thing cannot leave you. When you are constantly feeling, I need this thing is really troubling me, troubling me, troubling me. Every time you think of something like Unafkiria to you, come on, in nation, you're so concerned. It's like you are obsessed with the nation okay come on the president you're so obsessed with you you're always praying for this person you're always praying for this nation you're always praying like there are meetings that specifically resonate with you prayer for the nation they resonate with you so you want to go for those meetings okay um, you are you have a burden to pray for the economy for example so every time you think you get worried about the economy then you know you have a burden for that area okay me, I know kuna burden sina. That's the truth. But once in a while, it comes upon me, and maybe I give a prophecy about it, and that's it. I don't spend hours praying for the nation. I'll pray once, once, but not an entire night. Why should I pray for mistakes of people? <laughs> Which tells you, your burden, zero. But young people, young people, I can spend a whole night <laughs> praying for young people, praying for students, praying for young professionals. I can put money on events that impact young people. Like, so that's how you know you are burdened for this. What your nation, Wendo Akutane, Nyayo Stadium, Waombe, okay? We thank God for them, hallelujah. But Mr. Ndoko Kuchomeka Najua, Nivekuja Kuombea Corruption. What do you mean Kuombea Corruption? That's me. But the young generation, I will pray for them. I will go for them. I will preach to them. You get? That's, a, that's how you know you have a burden for something. Hmm. All right?
the last point ilikuwa curiosity curiosity okay i like these questions because they are curious questions they are questions that many ask themselves but they don't vo vocalize them wanaogopa si offend pastor you know unaweza uliza swali utukanwe kwa ulaaniwe waambie wewe kijana uko na roho ya rebellion no you genuinely want to know <laughs> like this guy when i don't know someone sent me a video yeah this guy into ezekiel trying to rebuke a young man who had dreads you see that was it dreads amanyo lemref dreads and then this guy is is not moved man he's actually responding and i was like where we need such young men because in church you can't really tell me at some because wakuja na dreads when wa shetani tuwezi pata kazi sijuwezi fanya nini no that's not the gospel we were not called to preach dreadlocks again we were called to preach christ if this person wants dreadlocks fine one day maybe if they feel omechoka nazo fine but we can't bagua at now because you are going to dreadlocks hazy but praise and worship we because are going to hear hazy fanya hivi no because you get married you wouldn't get married because of the bango does he know how many people are married with the bangos <laughs> <laughs> there are so many people who are married with those with those, I mean like <laughs> yeah, so some of those two things they are totally irre irrelevant and that's how you are able to detect a genuine man of god and a fake one a fake one ananzaka side shows kama hizo those are side shows you know side shows dress code vining was using a kaji my friend relax if you preach christ to them christ will work in them they will begin to dress prop, uh, properly if they weren't biguri tunapanga mpia za dunia tunaacha hapa rafadi mwilimpia all right let us pray Father in the name of Jesus we thank you today because you have loved us you have shown us your kindness we glorify you we honor you we come before you we ask the lord you grant us the spirit of growth that we may have a growth mindset the lord you may develop uh, you may help us to develop ourselves and our lives i pray that everyone who is here today will grow spiritually they will grow financially they will grow emotionally they will grow in their relationships i pray i pray almighty god that even as your grace continues to be upon us we may grow in wisdom in knowledge and in understanding in every situation of our lives we love you lord and we worship you and we pray trusting and believing in jesus name amen, amen.